Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tenderay Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. Ladies, want to have an out-of-this-world dinner for your family? Then get beef. Kroger's quality beef at your Kroger store. Kroger's quality beef is deliciously tender and juicy. And it's your 100% correct answer to what shall I have for dinner. Now is the time to serve the dinner that's sure to please everybody at your house. Now is the time to thrill your folks with a delicious beef dinner. Surprise them by serving boiled beef with a tangy horseradish sauce to enhance the goodness of savory meat. Delight them with roast beef that's crusty brown and juicy red, nestling in a pool of its own rich brown juice. Or satisfy those vigorous appetites with a magnificently thick steak, the classic dinner dish that makes any meal a success. There's nothing quite like a delicious beef dinner to welcome your family home from the day's work. So don't delay. Hurry right down to your Kroger store right away and ask for Kroger's Quality Beef. Remember, Kroger's Quality Beef is the very best beef you can buy today. Be sure to try it. And now, Hearts in Harmony. The strange acting and mysterious Freddie Lang has revealed himself at last. He's Professor Stuart Rogers' nephew, and he's come to Rossville from New York because he's in trouble. Having given away his secret, Freddie now says to Penny, Well, Gibbsy, now that you know who I am and why I'm here, I suppose like all the rest of the dames, you want to know the whole lowdown. No, Freddie. I don't want to know anything you don't want to tell me. No? I suppose that look in your eye was a what-do-I-care look, huh? Freddie... I don't think you ought to talk to Miss Gibbs that way. You call this dame Miss Gibbs, Prof? Say, you sure belong to the old school, don't you? Look, Freddy, I don't like your attitude at all. Sorry, you... Prof. Didn't mean anything. Just skip it. I don't intend to skip it at all. If tell you Gibbsy wanted... I'm sorry. Better still, I'll tell her I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Gibbsy. How's that? It's, it's all right, Freddy. I understand. Sure, sure. You understand all right, Gibbsy, like everybody else does. You understand by looking at me. You see a guy in a suit that looks like it was swiped off a couple of pecks of potatoes. You see a guy Never who... Never mind, Freddy. We both understand you had to ride in a freight train to get here. And we know... Yeah, you know, freights don't carry valet service either. Good. I see you've been around a little, huh? Yes, I've been around. Perhaps a little more than you think. And I don't imagine you've been around half as much as you think. You say you're in trouble. Well, a fellow who's really been around doesn't get in trouble. You don't know the kind of trouble I'm in yet, Prof. No, I don't. And I don't want to either, unless you want to tell us. Well, sure I want to tell you. That's what I come to this burg for. Well, uh, maybe you'd like me to leave, No, 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 Gibbsy. You can stick around, get an earful. You're okay. And I owe you something for what you've done for me. Ain't got no dough, so I'll give you a good earful of trouble instead. No, it isn't necessary to go through... Never mind about all that, Freddy. If you don't want to tell us your troubles, don't tell us. If you want to tell us... Well, go ahead, but forget the comments and side remarks. Hmm. You're one of these get-right-down-to-business guys, huh? Look, Freddy, 
If you want us to help you... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Skipper. Freddie, look, if, if you'd feel more comfortable if I'd leave, I, I would... No, 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 Gibbsy, just relax. Take it easy. I ain't got nothing to hide. It's nothing to be ashamed of, this jam I'm in. It isn't what I did, it's what I didn't do. Well, what didn't you do, Freddie? I didn't tell him to go away and leave me alone. Who didn't you tell to go away? The gang. What gang? The fellas in my neighborhood. You belong to a neighborhood gang, Freddie? Yeah, Gibbsy. Practically one of the first members in it, too. We call ourselves the 10th Street Nine. Because we were going to start a ball club. That was about six years ago, and we never play much ball. Well, why not? Well, the only place we could play was in the street. One day, one of the guys got hit by a car and hurt kind of bad, so we stopped playing ball. Well, that was smart. Yeah, sure, that was great. We had no other place to play ball, so we just quit playing ball. Which wasn't smart, was it? No, Prophet. Sure wasn't. Well, Freddie, couldn't you have played your games in the schoolyard? The schoolyard? <laughs> you small-town guys are sure spoiled, Gibbsy. You know what our schoolyard was? It was an alley. Just about wide enough a row uh, uh, an ash cans couldn't even fit in it. I see. Schoolyard, huh? <laughs> the trouble with folks. They think that everybody's got everything that they got. Why, I... Uh, Freddie... We can do without the comments, remember? Yeah, sure. I'm sorry, Prof. But when I figure how me and the gang didn't start out to do nothing wrong and how we got into doing things wrong because there wasn't nothing else to do, I get sore. You and your friends did wrong things, Freddy? Well, um, what sort of wrong things? Well, we... I think I know what sort of things. Breaking windows to begin with. Letting air out of automobile tires. Then pushing over a push cart full of apples and later stealing apples from the corner grocer. From there, well, there's no telling to what lengths they went from there. Is that right, Freddy? I don't know, Prof. What do you mean, you don't know? Well, after we quit playing ball a few years ago, like I was just telling you, I didn't get back with the gang until just a couple of months ago. But something happened since then, hmm? Yeah, Gibbsy. You see, the gang had been doing all right. Doing what? I don't know. I never found out. Well, you must have asked, didn't you? Sure I did, Gibbsy. I walked around with a mouthful of loose teeth for my asking. You see, you wasn't supposed to ask the gang no questions. Well, you're not supposed to ask questions where the answers are hard to give, Freddy. You should have known there was something wrong and dropped out of the gang. Drop out of the gang? <laughs> It'd be safer to drop out of an airplane without no parachute. You mean that you tried to stop going around with them and they wouldn't let you, is that right? That's right. It was go around with the gang... Or go around without a couple of arms, maybe. In other words, Freddy, what you're building up to is this. When you rejoined your former playmates, they weren't playing at anything at all, but were in a serious business of some sort of which you wanted no part. Of which I wanted no part is right, Prof. But I had to be a part, or else. Or else what, Freddy? <sighs> Gibbsy, you wouldn't understand those things. And even if I thought you would, I wouldn't tell you about them. These things ain't for the likes of you. Oh, I, uh, I think I understand. I'm sorry for you if you do. I'm sorry that you were forced into this gang, Freddy. Well, being a member of the gang isn't so bad in itself. It's what the gang did that Freddy here was a part of. You, uh, you joined them in what they did, Freddy? Just one job, Prof. And I didn't even know they were pulling a job. A job? Yeah, I thought it was just a joyride we was making in a car one of the fellas bought. Oh, the gang had made enough money to buy a car. No, no. I found out later on that the car was stolen. And we weren't going for no joyride, neither. 
We were on our way out into the country to stick up a roadhouse. Oh, Freddie. I told you you'd want to toss me out of your house when you knew the truth about me, Gibbsy. Okay, I'll get out. No, I... Come on, Pop. No, I'll Freddy, you please, later. you don't understand. I, I didn't say, oh, Freddy, because I was ashamed of you. I disliked you. Yeah? Well, that look on your face wasn't no look of love and admiration. Freddy, did you help rob that roadhouse? I sure didn't. My job was to wait in the car with the motor going and the doors wide open, be ready to step on the gas as soon as the gang comes out and jumps in, see? Oh. Well, then that was your part of it. Yeah. That's what I was figured to do. But I didn't. As soon as the gang went into this joint, I scrammed out of the car and beat it off into the woods. Well, then you had no part in the robbery. That's right, Gibbsy. I was innocent of that job as a newborn babe. But the gang was caught and stooled to the cops that I was in the car. Oh, I see. Your friends wanted to get even with you for letting them get caught. No, no, that's not it. But I heard a cop was looking for me, so I beat it out of town. I don't want to take no rap for something I didn't do. No, and I don't think you should. Um, who's the police captain or the desk sergeant in your precinct at home, Freddy? Why? I'd just like to know, that's all. Oh. Well, I... I don't know the captain. The sergeant's name is, uh... Uh, Kavanaugh. Oh, good. Um, may I use your phone, Miss Gibbs? Well, yes, of course, Professor. Hey, who are you going to call? This Sergeant Kavanaugh. The call will be long distance, Miss Gibbs. I'll pay you. Oh, no, Professor, don't be silly. I'll be only Hey, look, Prof, look. What are you doing, checking up on me? Yes, Freddy. You came here to get help from me, didn't you? Yeah. Well, you say you've been around, and you're a pretty smart guy. Well, I've been around, too, and I'm not too dumb. But before I try to help you, I want to make sure you're telling the truth. Six precincts, Sergeant Kavanaugh speaking. Uh, Sergeant Kavanaugh, this is Professor Stuart Rogers in Rossville. Who? Stuart Rogers in Rossville. Rogers in Rossville? Yes, I'm a federal agent. Federal agent? Oh, yeah, yeah, Rogers in Rossville. Uh, federal agent, yeah. Well, I have uh, heard about you. What can I do for you, uh, sir? Well, you can give me a little information about a young fellow named Freddie Lang. Uh, that ruffian, Mr. Rogers? Well, he's one of the worst boys in the, in the precinct. Uh, so I understand. And we're looking for him, too. Uh, you got information as to his whereabouts? Yes, but uh, first let me ask you something. Is he wanted for a part in a holdup of a roadhouse not long ago? Roadhouse holdup? No, Mr. Rogers. Not unless he's going into the big time since he disappeared last week. Uh-huh. Then you're, uh, not looking for him. Oh, sure, we're looking for him. He's wanted for a list of petty robberies longer than my arm. Oh. Well, anything, uh, terribly serious? No, not too serious. But he's a bad boy, and, well, he's going to turn into a worse one and get into serious trouble, and... Unless we get him now and teach him a good lesson. Well, I agree with you there, Sergeant. Well, you'll be able to teach him his lesson. He's here in Rossville with me now. I'll bring him down to you. You will? Well, say, that's fine. Uh, but look, Sergeant, I want to talk to you before you do anything to him. I'll be glad to talk to you about anything, Mr. Rogers. Oh, good. Well, I'll wire you when I'm coming down with Freddy. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Rogers. Uh, be looking forward to seeing you. Freddy? Yeah, I heard you. I heard every word you said. Ah. Well, then you, uh, know you're going back to New York with me. Professor Rogers, is, is Freddie in trouble? Well, yes, of a sort, Miss Gibbs. Oh? 
Now listen, Freddy. Why did you lie to me? You listen to me. I didn't lie to you. You said you never did anything with your gang but go on that one single robbery. Freddy, you were lying. Oh, no. You got nosy and asked that cop too many questions, that's all. Well, okay. Ask all the questions you want. But you can start by asking now where you can find Freddie Lang. Freddie, come back here. Oh, no, not on your life. Freddie, please, listen up. Yeah, and I'll get in with you for this too, Gipsy. You and the prof both. Oh, Professor, I think you better go after him. Oh, create a scene in front of your house. No, I'll find him later, Miss Gibbs. I'm sorry he threatened you. Oh, that's all right. I don't think he meant it. I'm afraid he did mean it, Miss Gibbs. That's what I'm worried about. So, Freddie Gibbs is wanted by the police. And he threatened Penny. Is Freddie the kind to carry out a threat? The professor thinks so. And the professor is usually right. Is Penny in danger? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Ladies, if you've been racking your brain trying to think of the best possible dinner dish for men and husky growing youngsters, just relax and I'll give you the answer. Serve them beef, Kroger's quality beef, the perfect main dish for vigorous appetites. And remember, Kroger's quality beef is the very best beef you can buy today. It's delicious, it's tender, and it's juicy. Everybody's plate will come back for an encore. Yes, ma'am, any meal that features Kroger's quality beef is destined for success. So why not serve your family their favorite beef dish for dinner? They'll cheer when they see a piping hot roast of beef nestling in a pool of its own rich brown juice, or a thick steak sizzling hot and done to perfection. Feature Kroger's quality beef at your dinner table. And let me remind you again, Kroger's quality beef is the very best beef you can buy today. Be sure to try it. 